Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Well, I jumped the gun on that. I was so excited. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I'm your host, Marla Goldberg, and it's another amazing Thursday with another incredible guest. And so today's guest is Pam Walker. Pam is a medium, intuitive, energy healer, animal communicator, a hypnotherapist, and Rohan therapist. I'm going to get Pam to explain Rohan to you in just a little while. And that's just a few of the modalities that she works with. She holds a doctorate in metaphysics and holistic healing and a doctorate in Rohan therapies. And she learned all this at Delphi University. So if you tuned into last week, we had Charles Kersier on, who's one of the directors. And so there's this whole amazing tie between all of us. Pam has studied with mediums at Lilydale and Edgar Casey Center in Virginia Beach. If you haven't gone to Edgar Casey, I suggest it. It's amazing. Pam understands how grief and painful, traumatic life moments can affect the mind, body, and spirit. She has worked through her own painful and traumatic life experiences and has been on her own healing journey. Because of her amazing experiences that she's encountered on her journey, Pam has decided to help others through their journeys. She uses her, her all of her tools to support her clients through health and spiritual issues, providing comfort and understanding to an animal and its owner, sharing communication from those who have crossed over to help those who are grieving and providing clarity to those on their spiritual path. And she calls her process integrative healing. Welcome, Pam. Thank you. Great to be here. I am so happy that you're here. I know we just recently met and you've done some work on my on my tug. And I did. and I just and he really got better. So just to give a little background, my tuggy is eleven and he's 110 pounds and he's got arthritis in his shoulders, his hips, and his back. And so Pam came in and spoke to him a little bit and did some of her energy healing magic on him. And he got better for quite a while. So we're going to talk about how you got into animal communication and healing, animal healing, too, because you're more than just a communicator. You're actually an animal healer as well. That's correct. Yes. Um, so I I did go to Delphi and study for uh, myself, for my own healing and my own consciousness um, journey. And then um, I realized as my clients started asking me about their animals, could I work on them? I realized that I had not put that importance to the animal. So um, because I, I, this is something that I've always been able to do. It just came naturally to me. Not that healing didn't, but the animal communication part has always been a part of me. I read so that. When they started asking, I said yes. Well, I, I read that story about when you were three. That was yeah. incredible. Yes. Do you want me to tell that? Yes, please. Okay. Um, so my mom had um, put me on um, 
you know, one of those blankets that they put out on the, on the yard and have the baby, you know, sit on the blanket and be just be out in the sunshine. And I was just barely walking is what she told me. And she forgot something. So she ran the house for a moment. She came back and I had walked to the street edge and there stood a huge dog in front of me. And she told me she just, she just froze because she didn't know what was going to happen. And the dog put his head down and I put my hand on his head. And I said, I, you know, that story was always, always in that cute, but really that was, that was me already communicating. Do you remember? I don't remember much when I was. Oh, no, I don't remember that. No, I was too young. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes there are those little flicks of recognition and remembrance that, that sort of pop through one's psyche. Oh, absolutely. Um, I tamed uh, two kittens that were wild when I was probably 10-ish, maybe, um, and didn't know I could do it. I just wanted the kittens. They had been born in our um, flower beds. The mother probably hadn't abandoned them, but I thought they had. And I asked my dad to get them for me because I wanted them. And my dad said, they're wild. They'll scratch you to death. And I said, I want them. And so he went out with, um, you know, the gloves that welders wear. Yep. And a net. That's how he got them. They were like, and so so they put them in a box for me. And then my mom took one out, wrapped it up in a sheet and everything else, put it in my lap. And I was sitting on the porch rocking and I just talked to it and rocked it. My mom left to go do work or whatever. She said, don't take that cat out of the. Um, sheet and when she got back the cat was loving me and meowing and and you know all I did was touch it and love on it so that's again something that I've always had you know one thing I think I'm going to change direction a little bit that people don't quite realize is that how important touch is and Um, how healing touch can be yes absolutely um If you think about it from the energy standpoint, everything is energy, right? And when you have an intent within you to do something, especially if it's coming from a loving space, you know, your heart center or your desire to help something, then that energy is transmitted from you to that other person or animal or whatever it might be. And it's just with intent. And people don't realize that they do that every day. They do that with their children. They do it with their animals when they're sick or when they're sad or whatever, or their family members. And that is all about, that's healing. And they don't even, I don't think most understand that that's what they're doing. It's so powerful. I I have to tell you a side story. So we have, we're in a bird sanctuary where I live and we've got black, black ducks. I don't know what kind of ducks they are and mallards and swan, um, not swans, geese and everybody coexists together. And every morning I go to the water and I feed the ducks and I just go quack, 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 quack. And all of a sudden you see them like waddling up so quickly. It is the cutest thing. And, and I've got Tug there and I've taught Tug to sit and wait. Mm-hmm. And so Tug sits and I, he watches as I feed the ducks and he doesn't bother. I said, these are our friends. You can't hurt them. And he just sits there and watches. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, 
it's a beautiful thing because you're, again, bringing it from the heart. And even though I'm not touching the ducks, I am putting love into the food when I throw the food out. Well, your energy sends out your love too. And that's what Tug's picking up on. And he just sits and he watches. And it's so funny because the male black duck beats up the female mallard and like I, he was like rips out her feathers and stuff. Oh, like when we're yeah. there, we like They're sort not of very nice in mating season, <laughs> but you know, and, but I have to stop it because it's like, no. And then it's like, I'm like the mother, you can't eat now that you've been so mean to this, to this other, <laughs> to this other being, <laughs> you know, I give it dinner, but you know, it, it has to learn. You can't be mean. I'm all about kindness. <laughs> I can't stand when animals are not kind to each other. I understand. Yes. It's like when us humans are not kind to each other. Yes. So do you, are you able to communicate with all animals? Is it, or is it mostly domesticated animals? No, actually, um, I have a few clients that have farms and I work with horses and goats and dogs and cats. And I also have a client that has a rabbit. Um, and so, um, one of the other things that I didn't mention is, is that I've always been connected to birds as well, like you were talking about birds. And so I've always gotten messages from them. So to me, energy has no limits. So I don't believe that there's an animal that I couldn't communicate with. It's whether I want to communicate with it or not, I think is, you know, I'm not sure that if the bear was running down the the lane, if I would be thinking about going, hey, stop. <laughs> I'm full of love. Don't I'm hurt me. <laughs> I want to send you love. <laughs> I might just run. <laughs> well, they say not to run though. I know. Yeah. So it's, you have to do that as the, the, the love breath that Charles teaches. Yes. Yeah, send out love, send out love, and That's stop. Right. <laughs> so, yep. so how do you receive your messages from your animals, you know, when you're communicating with them? Right. So there's a few ways that I do. Um, first of all, I communicate with them first. And so I'm mind to mind, so telepathic. And, um, and usually I'm asking them if it's okay first. And then I start the process of talking to them and asking them because I'll have a direction, you know, based on the the caretaker, um, what they want from the animal or what they questions that they have or concerns. And then I also bring in the physicians that I work with on the other side. Um, And then I also have angels and I have guides that work with me all the time. And so depending on who I'm working with and what I need to do depends on who I'm calling in as help, um, especially if we're working with a medical issue. Then I've got the, the doctors are in there because I don't know everything. Uh, you know, this is channeled. This right. is channeled work. And it's amazing. But do you visualize, do you have that, the um, clairvoyance piece with the communication as well? So my strongest sense is um, sensing. So I sense the energy. And then um, my second strongest is knowing. And then the visual and the hearing and the taste come next. So as I'm sensing, then other things will come in. So they will describe to me what the liver looks like, say, and where it is 
if I'm in an area that's where the liver is, they'll say, okay, that's the liver and there's something going on here. Or they'll tell me about the blood or whatever. So they'll show me that. Um, and when I mean they, I'm talking about my guidance, not the animal. The animal will tell me what hurts or what has been bothering them. And they'll also tell me if they've had an injury, how it happened. They'll show me how, because a lot of times caretakers don't know that, right. you know, y'all, again, the owners are not aware because it happened maybe when they weren't home or something, you know. Which, especially with little dogs jumping off of sofas and beds and jumping on, they can twist something like, like humans twist right. to hurt something. And especially as they get older. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I had a client just recently that her dog had something going on with the eye and she didn't know what it was. And I just happened to mention it because it wasn't something she asked me about, but I mentioned that there was, you know, a tear on the eye. And I said, um, I see another dog, you know, biting, but they were playing. So it wasn't intentional, but it got caught with that, you know, really long tooth. The canine. And it actually tore underneath and she didn't know that. So she was going along thinking it was just allergies and it was actually getting infected. Ooh. So, you know, those are the kinds of things that I'll sense. And I'm sure you helped save that dog's sight. Hope so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> because, because it's important. Yes. So when you, when you, when did you, I guess the question is, when did you realize that you could really do this on a regular basis? I mean, I knew you had those little, little situations, those experiences when you were young. Yeah. But when you, when you were, let's say, in your 20s, 30s, did you realize you could still do that? Or you, did you just know you just had a good rapport with animals and didn't take it for much? Yeah, I thought I just had a good rapport with animals. I didn't realize the, you know, because it was not encouraged in my family because they didn't none of them had that kind of abilities. And so they just thought it was cute, you know, and, and that I had a huge imagination. Um, but as I got older, you know, after you realize that you're using your intuition for a lot of other things, um, I started noticing that I did have something going on with the animals after I'd taken Reiki. That was when I started. And that was probably in my mid forties. And um, that opened me up. So, I, but I have a story um, about one of my um, clients who had been coming to me on a regular basis and she brought a dog to me one day and she said, can you work on her? And I said, well, sure. And after we got finished, the dog was so hyper, she couldn't sit still. Her body was inflamed. She was hot to the touch. She was that inflamed. Ooh. And um, she was very miserable and very sad and depressed. So we were able to communicate a lot of different things from her. And what happened was that she had this tremendous healing just in the one visit with me that was so incredible that when she walked out, she walked out calmly and happy. And what she ended up doing was moving. For, this was not my client's dog. It was her family member and this and her name was cookie <laughs> so i have cookie to thank for me taking the animal communication to another level because she proved to me that 
the gifts that I have, I cannot not use. You can't deny those gifts. And she proved it to me that day when she walked out. Everybody in that, I was working actually in a store at the time, and everybody that had seen her go in did not believe it was the same dog coming out. And she ended up leaving where she lived and moving into my client's home. And she is a completely different animal now. Wow, that's amazing. I know. So she just what you know, they were busy. They were a family, you know, and they went to school and had all kinds of stuff. And she was an extremely sensitive dog. So she's proven that she's an intuitive too. I was just going to say animals are so intuitive and they pick yes. up so many human energies. I mean, yes. they pick up their own their own breed energies, you know, other dogs. But they definitely will take, because they try to protect the owner by taking on what's going on for them. So if they're having medical issues and are distraught, the animal will try to pull the the energy away. Do you find that to be true? Absolutely. Um, I just recently had one of those where I had to let the client know that the dog was attempting to take away her anxiety and stress because she was going through a, a really rough time at that time in her life. And the dog was experiencing similar mental issues. And so she didn't realize, she suspected maybe, but she didn't realize the extent of how much the animals will do. They will take on your stuff on top of their stuff, on top of other animals in the home stuff. Um, And they each take roles too. They'll take, you know, one's the caretaker, one's the protector. One's going to watch and make sure the older ones don't run into walls and things like that. They, they'll, they'll, they take on roles in the home. It's like in Peter Pan, the movie, that the dog, you know, was the nanny and, and you know, herded, you know, the kids here and there and protected them and everything else. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I have a story where my dog, back in the day, I had a Doberman a Rottweiler and a Toy Rat Terrier. And I was going through my divorce and my Doberman kept, you know, you know, trying to pull my energy. So he, he like was close to rupturing his anal gland yeah. the first time because, you know, what my ex was trying to do to me and his law firm, you know, the one who was helping him. And then um, he actually did end up rupturing his anal gland and I just kept saying he was taking this energy away from me and, and he harmed himself in the process. I'm glad we were able to fix it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a great example of what we just spoke about. Yes, absolutely. They are incredibly intuitive, incredibly empathic, um, some more than others. And some are so sensitive that most owners don't realize that's some of the medical issues that they're having. It's, it's phenomenal. We need to go to a break. We'll be right back. And I want to talk to you about, do you know about watchers? Okay. Hang on. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, 
my fucking long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you've just tuned in, I am talking to medium, intuitive, energy healer, animal communicator, hypnotherapist, Rohan therapist, to name a few, Pam Walker. So (laughs) welcome back, Pam. Thank you. I do want to say, if you want to check Pam out, her website is a pathway, pathways, plural, to healing.com, pathways to healing.com. And if you want to write to Pam with a question or to set an appointment, pamwalker287 at gmail.com. So, okay. So, so one thing, uh, pathways to healing does not have an I in healing. Oh, that's, yeah. oh, I didn't even notice it. It LNG, yeah, yeah. Well, so it's, yeah, LNG, not L-I-N-G. Correct. Healing. So now if it, if somebody puts in the wrong spelling, will it show yours as well? Usually, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can find yeah, Pam. They'll usually say, did you mean, yeah. Going that way. So that's perfect. So we've got a question from Jean, and the question is, can you commit it, Can you communicate with animals who have crossed over. Absolutely. Yes. Um, As a medium, that does not specifically just mean for uh, humans. Um, Do you need a picture of the animal that has crossed over or can they Not always, but um, what I do is, is I like to have a picture of the animal just to have the energy, but it's not necessary. It's just nice to have a stronger connection. Which is wonderful. So when we left, I asked about watchers, like animal watch, that, that, that act as watchers. Have you heard about that phrase? Um, I, I'm not sure if I know that phrase, but are you talking about animals that watch over their, their loved ones that they used to live with, but are on the other side? I think it's more like they act like they're... Like they watch out for you. I, you know, I, I had someone tell me about this and, and I have forgotten. So that's why I wasn't quite sure. Okay. But- so that, that can be any animal in that regard. Um, that's a whole different way of looking at things. So that is similar to what you and I were talking about long break. 
is this, that um, spirit will, or your higher self, whichever one is going on, will um, use other animals, whether it be a bird or a squirrel or a dog, it doesn't matter, or they can even use horses for that matter, um, to get your attention. So if you you could possibly be going into, like, if you were going on a walk in, in the forest or something, and you um, didn't realize that there was something around the corner that could hurt you, um, spirit can use an animal to get your attention to make you stop. Okay. I mean, I've heard of that before. I've heard of people saying, if I hadn't stopped to pay, take pictures of this, I would have been involved in something that could have been dangerous to me. Okay. I mean, that's been on TV, you know, that you see, hear stories of that kind of thing. You do. They're such protectors. Yes. I do want to leave out this number. If you want to call in, the number is 888-346-9141. Again, 888-346-9141. If you want to ask Pam or myself a question, please feel free to give a call in. I know Jean has written again, and she is uh, talking about how her dog is going to cross at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. So I know she wants to connect with you, Pam. So okay. I just I just wanted you to be forewarned, okay, and not in a negative way, but you know. Thank so you, Jean. Yes, it it is. Um, it's one of the um, more meaningful parts of what I do with animals and their caretakers. Um, I call them caretakers because we're taking care of them while they're with us, but they're also our children. Yes. Um, So, you know, we we're doing the same thing we would do to a family member that's ill or whatever. Um, And to me, when the animal has its voice and can share that it's okay with what's happening, they're more okay with what is happening with them than we are. So they're aware of what's going on that they might be planning all of this. Yes. Yes. And when they're, when they're, I, I mean, this is just a curious question for me because I put down my little girl, um, August of 19. And I'm just wondering as, you know, as they're failing, are they grateful for what, what's going on that they're being relieved of any more pain or discomfort or whatever it might be? Or do they go in fright, frightful? You know, it is an individual thing, very similar to it being an individual thing for us humans. Um, but what I find nine times out of 10 is they're more worried about us than they are themselves. Oh, and that, is that, that it, yes, they're like, I'm going to be okay. You know, and most animals that are at the point of getting ready to cross over are going back and forth just like humans do. And they already know that when they get on the other side, their bodily issues will be gone. They are that intuitive. How wonderful. So here's a question. Like as a human, I know that we're met by our loved ones. Are animals met by their loved ones? Would it be yes. their birth with birth mama dog or their well, human? I mean, keep in mind, animals can have multiple lifetimes too. Um, and so, yes. And they're also met by, say, if you had multiple animals that passed while this animal was in the home, they would be the ones also to meet them. 
because they're friends. You know, you've watched others grieve in your home, you know, when some one of the others have has crossed over. Well, they're going to be just as happy to see them when they're crossing over. They'll be helping them. Oh, that's that's you know, it's always so comforting to know that they will be helped like we humans are helped. Yeah. No Mm -hmm. one crosses by themselves from what I hear. How lovely. I, it just is. So uh, when we were on break, we were talking about cardinals and how cardinals are really powerful messengers. Yes. And so I wanted to so just go into more detail. It's not just about cardinals, that. but they happen to be the ones that people pay more attention to because of the colorings. And so spirit will use them. And it's not just to see one flit in the tree and then leave. It's the one that sits there and doesn't move and is looking at you and does all kinds of things to wait for you or might even jump on your shoulder or get on your hand or get next to your feet or, you know, they're looking, they do things to get your attention. And that is usually a loved one that is recently crossed or one that has told you already that they will communicate with you in some way or form. And so animals are used. It doesn't have to be cardinals. My father used a monarch butterfly. Okay. Yeah. He, um, my, my mom wanted to go to the graveside after the funeral was over to take pictures of the flowers and everything. And so one of my fun hobbies is photography. So um, took my camera and it was just the two of us and we were looking at the the flowers and here comes this monarch butterfly and it was a pretty large one and it kept kind of flying around us and I was taking pictures of these beautiful yellow roses the stand and it laid on the roses and spread its wing out wings out and I was I mean it stayed there forever the whole time I was taking the pictures of I mean, I have the most beautiful pictures of this monarch butterfly. And when I finished and we were about ready to leave, it got off of the roses and flitted around us uh, two or three times and then left. So, yeah, they'll use anything possible to let you know that they're there because that that butterfly, usually butterflies come and they go. (laughs) And that one stayed the whole time we were there. So I've got goosebumps from head to toe right now. As you're telling this story, I just feel the waves and waves of confirmation flowing over me. Absolutely. Yes. So is there a way to communicate with your animals and like one that might be crossed over and say, let me know you're okay, just like humans. Can you do that with them? And they will. Yes, you can. Yes. Um, They like to do things that silly is what I notice. Animals that do things silly, they will mess with another dog or cat that's in the in the house. They'll mess with it. They'll like if the cat's on top of the bed and um, and you notice the cat's like looking over the bed and looking like something's down there and it like bats at it or it keeps looking at it like and looking back at you. That's one of your animals communicating, trying to get y'all's attention through the cat. Oh, that's hysterical. Mm-hmm. It'll happen to dogs too, but I mean, it just, they love to mess with cats. Dogs love to mess with cats and vice versa. Well, I know that, that cats do have an ability to see because they'll watch the energies in your home. Like if you find them looking at a corner and there's nothing there to your, to your eye, there's some energy there that they're just paying attention to. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. It's kind of funny actually, because they'll kind of stare at it like, 
what is that? <laughs> it's not just a general looking. <laughs> and they have expressions. Animals can have expressions. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Which yeah. is so beautiful. But I want to transition our conversation a little bit because you have so many modalities under your belt and, and things that you do when you work with your clients. And yeah. I know that Rohan was very new to me when I started at Delphi. Oh, wait, I'm, before I ask this question, Jean's on hold. So let's bring Jean on since we're okay. talking about her and her, her situation. Okay. So, hello, Jean. Hi. Hi, Jean. Hi. You guys are awesome. This is fabulous. The timing is perfect. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> no coincidence. So our our dog is, and, and I'm a therapist, and she's a therapy dog, and she's been such an awesome thing in our lives and she has doggy dementia and it's been really difficult to try and make the decision so any information you have would be great um one of the things that i'm getting from her is there's a um a real strength in the in the chest and you know like you can feel it in the heart and the and the and the the weight on the shoulders. So she's held a lot of responsibility and enjoyed it. Does that make sense? Yeah, she has a heart murmur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, th- so think about that. Think about how mm-hmm. much she's done as a therapy dog to help someone else through her own heart. She's taken that on, just like we were talking about before. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I, I'm sensing about her is is that she would not want and this makes me emotional she would not want you to suffer through what she's suffering through because yeah. she what she as as the type of dog that she is she would want you to not suffer with her besides yeah. her suffering she would not want you to suffer and I know we don't think like that. We don't think like that because they're our babies and we will do anything we can to keep them with us and take care of them, right? Right. So, so from my understanding here is, is that you are setting her free. You are not letting her go. You are setting her free. Free from that the body right. that can no longer hold on to what that heart has held so strongly. She's collected and she's collected and that's all she's got left. But not in her heart, not in her essence, not in her spirit. That will never go away. Thank you. Does does that help you? Yeah. Yeah, we um, had a tough time at Christmas because our son was ready and I wasn't. And it's kind of been a sore spot in our family and uh, we finally made the decision. So, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think this decision comes lightly for anyone. Um, We'd like for them to go on their own. That would be the greatest (laughs) thing. Right. But the, also the greatest thing is, is that when we're, when we know that there's nothing we can do and there's suffering in some form, 
then we are doing them a, ju- a justice to, to, because what have they done for us? Right. How much have they done to help us in our own life? And now they are depending on us to help them. Now, everybody's situation is different. And it's not as if you haven't really given your own heart tests to prove that you were doing the right thing. You have done that over and over again within yourself. You've questioned yourself and you've asked for guidance. So I would suggest to say that she is now giving you the guidance you asked for. Mm-hmm. That feels right. Yeah. You when know, we can notice. Second. The, Pam, Pam, the, hang on one second. Oh, sure. We're going to go on a break. Pam's going to continue talking to Jean. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around through another break. Uh, If you're tuning in just now, we are with Pam Walker, animal communicator, medium, intuitive, hypnotherapist, Rohan therapist, among a few of her modalities. We're still in the middle of the conversation with Jean that we were started on the other side of the commercial, uh, on the other side of the break. So we're going to finish this conversation and then go to charity shout out. So Pam and Jean, continue, please. So, Gina, I got a little teeny bit more about the shoes. Um, something about laying on it. So, does, did she have a shoe when you know, she was a puppy or something that she used to lay on or something? It's something like that. No, but the, there's something that I thought of. Um, we turned our basement into an English pub, and I made all the stained glass for it. And the main piece is a joker with that kind of shoe. Oh, my and gosh. 
where we that's awesome well, there's your confirmation <laughs> that's what they do they love to do those kinds of things <laughs> yeah so is that a good confirmation for you that you are talking with your your sweetheart yeah you know she just walked around me and somehow wound up with a bow tie around her neck I don't know how that happened <laughs> that's, <crazy. laughs> that's so cute <laughs> So, so if you need to, um, to have any type of energy work, um, with her, I don't know what time you're having her, um, you know, what your process is to our house at two o'clock tomorrow. Okay. Um, I I have a session I have to do tomorrow morning, but, um, just email me if you want anything. Okay. Okay. And that's Pam. Thank you so much, honey, for letting me talk with you Mm -hmm. today. And Pam's email is pamwalker287 at gmail.com. 287. Okay, got it. Thank you. Love to you, Jean. Hi, Jean. All of our love and support. I love your show. This is awesome. It's so crazy how it was perfect timing. Thank you. It's the synchronicity (laughs) of life. It's showing you you needed to be Mm -hmm. here at the right time. Right. Yeah. So... Many Thank blessings you. to all Thank of you. you and your family. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jean. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Pam. So it is charity shout-out time, and Pam's charity is one that I used for my birthday on Facebook this year, which is Old Friends Senior Dog Sanctuary, or which is www.ofsd.org. Let's talk about the senior animals and how this is supporting them. Yeah, unfortunately, we have a lot of people who are unable to either afford the care of an elderly dog or uh, their owners don't live, the dogs outlive the owners in a lot of these cases. Um, And then, of course, we have those that move away and can't take their animals with them, and they may have had that animal for a long time. And they're looking for somewhere where the animals will be taken care of. So some are fostered out um, and some are taken care of right there at the facility. And knowing that they don't have to go anywhere else is the most important thing for an elderly dog. They need consistency because they, you know, if they've been shuffled around that consistency is amazing for them. It just, it's healing. It is. And you're giving a gift, an end of life gift to one of these animals that, you know, are getting older and they'll have somebody around them who loves them and who have given them, you know, comfort as they're going to transition, How whether it's in a few months or a few years, it's the bond you're going to develop. And it's something that you're actually brought down here to do. Yes. So it's it's not a surprise for people who want to take care of elderly dogs, senior dogs, you know, and help them with their, their next of life journey. Yes. Um, believe it or not, elderly dogs, you know, they're calmer. They're not like puppies. They're not no. running around. They know how to use the restroom somewhere else other than the, you know, the floor or whatever. Um, but they might have some challenges, like they may not be able to see well or they may not have any teeth left or, you know, they may have uh, diabetes or something like that that requires 
um, you know, someone to pay that kind of money to take care of them. They're not asking you to fix anything anymore in that age. They just want to be taken care of and loved. I love that. I mean, I truly do. If I didn't travel as much as I did, I would do that. Absolutely. I, I, I had a new client a few months ago, and she had done that. She had adopted an elderly dog, and it had this horrible cough. And she thought that, excuse me, as I oh, grab that. Yes. Um, she thought maybe that um, it was going to cause <coughs> some kind of disease or something. So we ended up getting it on supplements and the healing work that I did. And we did quite a few sessions and its hair came out better and got soft. (coughs) Excuse me. And do you want to sip? Started playing with them and, and sleeping with them and loving on them. All the opposite of what had happened when they first got it. Oh, that's such that's so beautiful. But you know, and we only so have, it didn't happen that they had, you know, to worry about that. So they were able to keep the animal. Yes. I know we only have a few minutes left. I wanted to touch on Rohan. Okay. I know it's a completely different subject. This is a form of healing through I'll let you explain, Rohan. Well, Rohan is transpersonal psychology. So it's from the um the body, mind, spirit look, but it's the thoughts and feelings and how they are in the shadows. So this conscious, this is unconscious and our thoughts and feelings are taking us on a journey into possible old pains. So something that may happen out in the world that triggers that will go into that old pain and not even realize we're in it. And our thoughts and feelings have a negative thought and feeling to it. And so we go in to find those negative thoughts and feelings and how that pattern has developed. And so it's psychology, but it's transpersonal because we're working in the energy fields as well as the talking field. So we become aware of where we can be our own worst enemy. It's so powerful. It's just such a powerful modality. When you become conscious of it, it is no longer in the unconscious. And that's the major healing. And then you're able to work with it to heal completely or at least to be aware when it's and when you get poked at, so to speak. I call it a sore and, and someone comes along and says something and poke and you hurt and you know it and you know what it is and you go, oh, I'm okay. That was that was just a poke in where I used to be. Yeah. So it's it's like if you have a black and blue mark, you know, and you're pressing on the black and blue mark, and it's like ow, ow, ow. But it then all of a sudden, attention. right? And then when yeah. you when you heal the black and you press the spot, you're like, fine, it doesn't hurt anymore. That's right. It's very deep. It 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 has quite it a lot deep. of different sessions, and 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 it's it's a year long process to do. Um, but it is um, it is a tremendous healing approach when we have the very deep issues and especially huge traumas in our lives. 
This is a huge healing modality. It's very huge. And I know I've done, I've done uh, purification and we actually went into past lives and did some work with the healing past life issues that came into this lifetime. That's Mm -hmm. correct. In that, that all of that comes into play. You go into the, um, you start out as the child coming out of the wound. Absolutely. So it's, it, it happens right in the beginning when we first are conceived. Amazing. Absolutely amazing process. Pam, thank you so much for being on the show today. I have to have you back because there's so much more to talk about. (laughs) It was my pleasure. (laughs) It was so great to reach Pam. Check her out at Pathways to Healing. So there's no I. I'm trying to say it. It's H-E-A-L-N-G dot com. Pathways to Healing dot com, but no I. Or email Pam at pamwalker287 at gmail.com for more information to set up an appointment. Um, You won't be disappointed. That's all I can say because I know that she was so helpful with my tuggy. And um, I know she will be again. So so, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for helping me get the show on the air and, and the amazing work that Matt, the engineer, does for me and everyone in the office. Thank you, Bridget, my right hand, my left hand. What would I do without you? So grateful. I want to thank you, the listening audience, for taking the time out of your day, out of your life to participate in this podcast, whether it's live or you watch it on my YouTube page of the same name. Thank you. I love you. So grateful for you in every capacity that you are in my life. I want to remind you that the 30-day meditation Challenge starts today. Go to my website at Marla Goldberg, then Goldberg has two Rs.com to check out the information for this podcast. I'm sorry, for this meditation challenge. Um, so excited about it. And watch for me interviewing Mike Wagner on the Mike Wagner Show, which we're going to be recording tonight. Uh, check out my Facebook page and links because I will be having the link on it once it's ready to release. So wishing you all well. And as always, I send you love, blessings, and gratitude. Sending you so much love. So grateful for you being in my life again, in whatever capacity you're in. And until the next time, stay well. And have a wonderful Good Friday and Easter if you celebrate. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you.